You came at a good time. We have Alice. Hi, I love you. So thank you both for being here. We're, uh, we're twins. The Alices. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's good to have you. Appreciate you coming. Um, as you can see, we have some artwork back here. This is stuff that Alice made. You can check out her artwork on her Instagram. Um, and we're just gonna go ahead and get right into it. Yeah. Sorry, I took my gum out. I forgot I still had it, and I don't want people to shame. <laughs> what everyone. is that sound? They're like, I can't listen to this man. The ASMR is not working. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this with headphones, like all the way up, it's like, what? The, God damn it! Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm the most grating human alive in that aspect. <laughs> so, um, you you mentioned that you'd recently started going to therapy. Yeah. And something we were talking about right before Alice got here. Uh, what it, what is something you would tell yourself? As, like, if, if you could, like, have a time capsule and tell your younger self anything, what would be the thing you'd tell him? If you could tell him one thing. Probably just, um, it always gets, it's gonna get fucked up real bad, but it's gonna get better. And, um, uh, it's never too late to love yourself more than you seek the love of others. Mm. Um, you're gonna have to do a lot of reparenting for your own mental well-being, but it's going to be fun. Isn't it in interesting how things that happen to us as kids, like, shape us forever? Oh, it fucks us up. Yeah. It, like, literally, I never realized how much, like, your childhood can really just either make or break you. Mm. And when it breaks you, it fucking breaks you down. It's so crazy. Yeah. You can, like, not even know how broken down you've been yeah. until like later on like i said uh i started therapy in december and i got uh diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and so i am about to be 39 in like on the 18th so it's like finding out that you've been raw dogging this like intense mental anguish this like thing that affects your whole being every day and you're constantly on a roller coaster is very shitty <laughs> to, to find out this late in life. I mean, better late than never, but it's like, I literally can like walk through my life and see all the ways I have let this like disorder fuck up everything. And hearing it explained helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's like, oh, that's why I did that. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was a refreshing moment to like be diagnosed. But then it was also like, fuck, like now I have to deal with this and yeah. I have to like monitor myself. Like address way. it, like confront yeah. it. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I hate it. 
You have a lot of tattoos. Yeah. Uh, do you a have few. a? Sorry. Quite a few. Yeah. Well, do you have a favorite artist you go to? Uh, not really. Like, I there's nobody like in particular that I'm just like, oh yeah, like I I see like. Brad Osbrooks at Carter's Tattoo in Bowling Green. I've gotten a ton of tattoos by him. He's a great artist. But, like, nobody in Nashville I really go to, mm. like, as frequently. Gotcha. Uh, just like, various people. My big, uh, like, rope bondage pieces. Like, I don't know if you can see Oh, them. nice. No, I yeah. didn't see exactly what that was. That's really nice. And then I have, That's like... That's, like, photorealistic. Yeah. Jake Oman did that. He was... He doesn't work at Custom Thrills, but he used to. I don't know where he works now. But, uh... <laughs> Like, uh, those are really, the, like, two of my favorites. That's good they work. They mean a lot. It's yeah. very, um, like, yeah, like, photorealistic. And it's then like a painting. There's, like, uh, my little girly thing on the screen that people can see that's either here yeah, like or right here. Yeah, like, right down here, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he drew that for me. Nice. Yeah, and he's in Barry's van. We oh, were just, shit. Yeah. It's everything's full circle. <laughs> what what does he play in the band? He's a he's a drummer. Okay, shout out to look what I did. <laughs> yeah. That's Hi. awesome. Very cool. <laughs> shout out to Barry. Yeah, shout out to Barry Donigan for real. Yeah. Fucking go, <laughs> dude. Um so you wrote an article online called Hit Me Baby One More Time yeah. about BDSM. That's been a big part of your journey. Yeah. How does it how uh can we get into like the psychology of that? Why do you think that is? Why do you... Um... Okay, so... Basically... Whatever... Okay, so... I was just me... For my life... And then I was like... Uh... Yeah, I had a, like, substance abuse disorder... And so I was, like... Drinking and doing drugs for, like, a major... Like, my entire 20s, basically... And, uh... Then I... It got to the point where I was, like, so sick of myself. Like, I was like, ooh, I just don't like you. I don't like who you are, and I don't like who you've become. So, I decided to get sober. And then, uh... And then I decided to meet a dude off Facebook. And I lived in Philadelphia at the time. And so, I met a dude on Facebook that lived, like, 20 minutes from my parents' house. And, uh, I decided to get married to him after two weeks. And then we decided to have kids. Nice. And so then we had two kids over the span of six years. And uh, obviously when you marry a stranger, uh, things don't always work out. I what? Mean, no yeah. way. <laughs> I mean. Man, I, gotta, I gotta change my plans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, so. But now it's like totally cool. Like we got divorced and we're like brother and sister. It's like have, sharing kids with your brother. <laughs> uh, that's what we call it. We're like, we're, we're homies. Like his girlfriend, uh, like she comes, like we're cool. Like we do family outings as like a family. And like everyone on, like on Instagram, like when I do those anonymous question things, they want to say like, oh, you're banging your ex-husband and his girlfriend. I'm like, actually, no. I didn't bang my ex-husband when we were married. <laughs> so, like, why am I going to start now? <laughs> Damn. But, uh, yeah. I mean, so, I got to commend you on keeping the children in mind and yeah. as stable as possible for them. Because there's so many mm -hmm. people that, especially couples, that find out it didn't work for whatever reason. And then they just literally throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Oh. Know? 
see, like, so many people, they, co-parenting is like, okay, like, if you're two adults, you have children, you make a choice, or maybe not make a, have a choice, uh, but you have a child together. And then it doesn't work out. So, like, now what? You hate each other? Like. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I mean, like, what is that going to do for the kid? Nothing like, good. Obviously, if, like, the other parent is, like, on drugs or abusive, obviously. But, like, yeah. so many people want to hate. Like, I need to quit saying like. Uh, I feel like I say that every other word. Um, but so many people want to, like, just start shit with their mm. their baby daddy. Like, it's like a thing in society that it's almost a joke. Mm. And I'm like, who wants to live like that? No, that's a, yeah. For 18 plus years? Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm not doing it. That's a horrible thing to, like, involve the kid with. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, my dad was an alcoholic, and uh, my mom didn't, like, really want me to be around him. And then if I said anything favorable about my father, she would try to pit that against me and stuff. Like, they didn't have a relationship after they divorced. And it made it really hard for me to, like, form that relationship with my dad and then I mean he made it hard on his own mm. or whatever uh so it's just I just can't couldn't imagine letting my children live a life where it's constantly some sort of choice between one parent or the other yeah. and I just want what's best for them and mm. he and I arguing all the time was not it so yeah. Now we have a family dynamic that works for us, and I truly believe, like, family is what you make of it. And so it's, like, fun now. There were a lot of times my parents um, were together the entire time, I, like, as I was growing up, and they still are. Mm -hmm. And I think they're doing a lot better now. Um, probably not having kids around, honestly. But um, I think there were a lot of times where I was, like, I really love both of you, but I can't stand you guys being together, you know? And there were a lot of times where I, th I thought, like, it'd be better if they weren't, you know? Yeah. And I think that's something to think about is, some like, sometimes that is the best decision, is, uh, like, if you're if you're really having issues, like, you don't want that kind of environment for the kid to grow up in, so. No. I totally agree with you. It's, and I get that, you know, stay together for the kids mentality, you try to make it work for them but in the end you're just showing and this is not a, a say on your parents or anything but i feel like you're showing your children how to not live authentically oh, yeah yeah i think there's something and, to be said with i think the idea of staying together for the kids is misconstrued with actually staying together and what really people i think should take from that saying is you have to keep a level of communication between yourselves that you both can it, remove everything else from. Yeah. All the romantic, lack of romance, all the other stuff that was your relationship has come to an end, and it has to be, okay, that is at an end. So we don't need to bring that up. We don't need to ponder over that. The only thing we have between us now is these children. That's the only focus we have with each other you know and I think you get people that and it's on both sides sometimes it's both sides at the same time that 
we'll get vindictive. Yeah. And, and that's that. That's where you completely lose. You know. I just don't understand. Like, what is that going to do for anybody? I'm not going through that hell. Got me fucked yeah. up. I went through enough hell in my life. I'm not going to c- c- keep the cycle yeah, perpetuate that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I hear you. Uh, oh, I totally derailed into like good. parenting and stuff. Uh, but so we got divorced, right? Yeah. And things were going towards that way for a while. And you know, once the sex goes, that's you. It's and I feel like people will try not to put an emphasis on sexuality in their relationships, but it's it's a huge part of it's yeah. a giant part. Oh yeah, and. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't understand why, like, people get into relationships that they're not sexually compatible with the person. And I've I've done it. I feel like everybody's done it. Because yeah. you like the person. You enjoy right. spending time with them. But in my mind, it's not going to work out. And so I had saw or seen a photo on Instagram of a woman and... I'm pretty sure it was Brad Bile was his name on Instagram. I can't find him now, but of a woman tied up, like, in uh, rope bondage. And I was just like, something sparked in my brain. And I was like, I wonder what that's like. Mm. And so, I'm really big on the curiouser, curiouser. Uh, (laughs) Like, I'm always like, what what makes me tick? Mm. And that was something that was just intriguing to you me. You just immediately grab your yeah. attention. Yeah. And it spoke to me in ways that I didn't understand at the time. And then once we were done, I was like, I have to figure out what I'm missing. There's yeah. something missing within me. And that was uh, kinky sex, I guess. I don't know. Like, uh, pain. I don't know. Mm. Like, a lot of things. Like, psychological torture. I don't know. I like... A lot of things that most people don't want to happen to them. Yeah, and for the I can most relate part, to that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I just started like looking and talking and communicating about it. And I feel as though people don't communicate about mm. some of those things. Oh, I totally agree. Like, yeah. it's, it's actually really important stuff to talk about because it's so like taboo. It's yeah. So, like, I really appreciate how, like, um, this open about communicating about this kind of stuff you are. I think it's really healthy. Um, I think so, too. Yeah. And most people uh, don't, I guess. I it's, think that I I'm healthy. I think they're healthy. afraid a lot of the time. Or it's just not their thing, and I'm totally, yeah. like, I am, Yeah. I missed my calling as a sex therapist or something, because I feel like sex is so fucking awesome. Like You could still get into that. You I know. I mean, that. it's never too late. I was going to say, I think you should write a book, I mean, actually. Maybe in your own right, because you do publish a bit of what you do. You probably are providing something. Yeah, there's no telling how many people you've helped already, really. I mean, people have come to me, and that's originally why I started to be so open about it on Instagram. Like, That's really the only social media I utilize. I don't do Facebook. and That's smart. Facebook is just trash. People are so negative on there. Like, I can be negative all by myself at home. I don't need anybody else's input. (laughs) Like, like for real. Uh, But I started to be open about it because the people that were open about it, and there are so many people through social media that 
just fucking spark my brain into like I want to try this or maybe mm. something will be like a hard no and then it'll be like oh, maybe not a hard no but it's it's those people that like have unknowingly guided me through this journey and stuff and I think it's healthy to talk about sex I think it's healthy to have yeah. sex if you want to have sex right, I think yeah. it's healthy to explore your sexuality sexuality if it's something that you're really into the idea of exploring. I hate the thought of living my whole life not knowing mm. what gets me the fuck off. <laughs> I hate anybody going through that. I feel like yeah. it's too fun to not, mm. and it's therapeutic in a way. Like, I can tell you one thing. Uh, I've definitely had, like, a, I used to be a lot more emotionally uh, impulsive in terms of, like, just saying whatever the fuck I felt at the time. And when I I used to get, like, these build up of, like, stress and emotion and everything in my mind. And then, you know, if someone just, like, hits me a couple times on the booty, then I'm good. Yeah. Like, it just, it's, like, such a release. And rope bondage is the craziest thing to me. And maybe that's why it spoke to me. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm all over the place. No, like, you're fine. I just you're like totally fine. I I just am just speaking from whatever. I don't want to forget anything. But like, so rope bondage. When I first did it, it was through a friend of a friend. He's a photographer and he does uh, rope bondage. And I was like, I really want to try that. And it just so happened to line up that he was coming into town. And I was like, Will you see if I can join? you guys or whatever like i just really want to experience this and he was down still a great friend uh buck remington he's an awesome person very safe to work with very just a good human if you're trying to experience something new and you connect with him it's really awesome but the feeling of like have you ever done drugs Never. Okay. Never. Like, have you no, ever done? I, I've done a lot of drugs. Okay. I just didn't know. I don't want to call anyone out. Okay. Have you ever done like ecstasy or yeah. Molly? Molly. Fuck yeah. Okay. So like, you know that feeling when you're on Molly and you just feel so warm and you feel like, oh uh, yeah, life is a blanket. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> you like that? It's just like, oh God, is that toasty? It's like the perfect temperature, and you're just like your eyes just like open, and you're just like, oh. it's, okay. It's like the verge of a fever. Yes. Oh, that's good, too. But, like, it's so good. It's a fever dream. Yeah. Because everything just feels electric and just, like, fucking crazy. Okay, anyways. Obviously, I'm an ex-addict. But, like... Uh, <laughs> don't... I'm an ex-addict. As an ex-addict. Oh, my I'm God. also an ex-addict. Yeah. Ex-ex-addict. Recovery is yeah. important. A non-recovering ex-addict. <laughs> No, I never. Wait, huh? Oh, I was. Yeah. It's probably. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a good thing I never had like a really good plug on that because it really is like the Dude, best. Dude, I did feeling. it twice in one night. Never touched it again. Really? Yeah, because I knew it was going to become an mm, issue for me. Yeah. And I can see that. I, I, yeah, yeah. I've only done it a handful of times, but every time it's been fucking incredible. It's very easily mentally addictive because yeah. it literally gives your brain just a surge. The best that it can get, and that's what it. Okay. You know, serotonin rush is just too much it's very similar to heroin 
along with its physical tendencies, the actual physical addiction in your body, it actually releases some of the same endorphins that sex does, which is one of the reasons why it is a drug that is walked into very sexily, but then drains the sex. Oh, yeah. The next day, I'll never watch The Wonder Years again. I was so just... Well, what'd you do if I sang out of tune? I was like, God, I just want to die! Yeah, that's hilarious. I can still, like, see everything so clearly from that night. That's interesting about rope bondage. Um, I'm really into masochism. I haven't done a lot of, like, bondage. Mm -hmm. But I love the, what is it, shibari? Japanese? Okay, so, uh, rope bondage, like, I'm, I'm just a white lady. So I say rope bondage. Like, I, if I lived in Japan... That's and the like, fancy shit. That's, yeah. like, legitimate. Uh, we do, like, what is, like, Western. I think there's rope also, bondage. You also have a different... When you get that, it just looks so pretty. Like, all the knots and the stuff. Of it, it's easy to take away the BDSM side of it. Well, it's, it's like... Oh, gosh. It's, like, such a thing. It Okay. Let me, okay, so the ecstasy. Let me go back to square one and then I'll like go off of that. So, rope bondage, like it's euphoria. Like, I have a very loud brain, in case you couldn't tell. Like, I have a lot going on in here at all Mm. times of the day. It's very rare that I'm ever just quiet inside. Mm. The thoughts run. And the first time I did rope bondage, I fell silent inside. Wow. It was a calm. I've never experienced a joy I've never experienced. Like, it was better than doing Molly. Like, Interesting. It just felt... I just felt... It's like meditation. Well, it's called subspace, and I didn't even know I was in it at the time. Like, I was huh. on another level yeah, in my mind. Cool. Well, you got Fascinating. Of, there's a lot of blood constriction and air constriction and things going on. It's you just, have to adjust your body to... I mean, it just all depends on the tie yeah, and stuff, but it just felt like a hug, huh, in a yeah. way. And, uh, like, I was like, this is my shit. Hmm. Like, this is something that I have to have. So is that something you enjoy on its own, or does it always become like no. a sexual thing? No, it doesn't have to be sexual at all. Okay. Like, it's just such a calming thing for me. If I'm being tired, like, I'm going quiet. Hmm. Like, I, there have been many, like, okay, so, like, COVID happened or whatever, and so I was trapped in at home, and I was like, I've discovered something I want, I need, I need to know more. So I ordered rope, and I can, you know, conditioned it, and... You know, started learning more about it, started doing self-ties and stuff, like, just playing with it. And uh, I randomly met someone that was into rope bondage through a dating app when neither of us said anything about, like, rope bondage. Right? Yeah. I don't do dating apps anymore. I cannot. I'd rather just jump off of a bridge. Yeah, it's like we were talking about how toxic Facebook is. That's, like, kind of an unhealthy thing, too, sometimes. Dating apps are terrible. It's yeah. just, like... It's like I've run the gambit of them too. God, it's like going to the supermarket and be like, "Which banana do I want?" Well, this banana is not good enough, (laughs) or like this banana is mushy. This banana is not rich enough in flavor or something. I don't know. Like, (laughs) 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 not enough potassium. 
This man isn't hard enough. Uh, <laughs> things Classic like that. Classic banana. Classic banana. It's too ripe. Huh? It's too ripe. It's too ripe. But yeah, so everybody's looking for the next best banana mm. from the bunch. And I'm the best, so <laughs> I'm not going to let anyone play me like I'm not. So I just don't even indulge in... And I don't have the time for small talk. Like, it's draining. Me. I feel that. Yeah. I'm like, How, what's your favorite color? Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't give a fuck what your favorite color is. <laughs> I don't want to watch you eat. I don't want to sit across from somebody while they lie to me to try to fuck me. Yeah. And watch them eat. No. Hard pass. I don't I don't even accept dates anymore. I won't go on them. We, uh, we do a lot of this. And mm-hmm. I just, like, I love this. This is, like, really just a treat for me. Because... <laughs> Because it's deep, like, we're having, like, actual conversation, like, intellectual conversation, not, like, you're talking about, like, what's your favorite color, like, and then just just bullshit, just filler bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I don't have it in me to, like, have this, these meaningless conversations Mm -hmm. that definitely don't mean anything to them. Yeah. And sure the fuck don't mean anything to me at the end of the day. Because I can get lied to on the internet in the privacy of my own home. (laughs) So, like... (laughs) Sorry. But anyways. Yeah, so I met someone that was into rope bondage. And we got together. And uh, we had, like, a dom-sub dynamic for a while until... but. COVID, uh, you know, everybody's indoors, and we were together every single weekend. And it wasn't a romantic relationship. It was like fuck friends or whatever, I guess. I don't know. It was, like, not going to be anything more than what it was. And in those types of situations, you kind of just get fucking sick of each other. Mm. Like, if you are with, say, you're just with your buddy, like your homie that you have sex with, I guess. I don't know. But, like... Eventually, you want your friend to go home, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. always want to be... Oh, All right, get the yeah, fuck out of like, here. Yeah, like, you're like, dude, I need personal space. But, like... So, we just, like, suffocate each other with each other. And, uh... Then we had to, like, not talk for a while. Hmm. Uh, but now we're friends again, and it's cool. Like, it's it's good to, like, be friends with someone that you had shared such, you know, really eye-opening experiences with. Like, one time, he tied me up. And, uh, he, like, I had, like... What tie was it? I'm not even sure which one it was. I'm trying to see it in my mind. Irrelevant. Who cares what it was? Anyways, he picked me up and he went and put me in his closet and turned the lights out and said, I'll come get you when I'm ready. And I laid there with, like this, visuals like this until he came and got me. It wasn't too long, I don't guess. But I was I was in another world. It didn't matter. I could have lived there forever. Uh, I would be a skeleton in that closet right now. <laughs> but <laughs> What's the uh, longest you've been in bondage? I don't know. Not that long. I mean, you, there's only so long you can really, like, be put in positions. And you always have to be mindful of, like, limbs going numb oh, and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Depending on the tie. There was... There was only one tie that was ever, it was like, oh, I am freaking out inside because my hand can't feel my hand. And I was like, I can't feel my hand. He automatically, you know, uh, it was a tie, you know, he could untie me very quickly. But uh, it's like when the blood started rushed back mm. to my hand, it felt like pins and needles. And it, oh, yeah. ooh, 
that was I mean and it was still fine everything was fine but in my mind I was like I need to feel I need to feel my hand like and I was freaking out internally really but I didn't let him that know you had somebody that was pro enough on doing that this dude he's a natural able, yeah because a lot of those relationships and I when I was younger I knew people that would you know and, and this is a I was a lot younger they were a lot younger also so they're dabbling into it might not have been, you know, it's very young. And a lot of it was more psychologically driven, like the domination thing, where if somebody was in discomfort, that was, they were considering that part of what they were supposed to be doing. And that wasn't the case. It's not, mm. you know, if somebody wants the discomfort, there's a level that they're wanting. Yeah. And you have to be the person to know that level and not go past that level for your own sake. Yeah. And you then, know, a lot of people, especially younger, because they're not understanding the give and take of a relationship, no matter what type it is, only view it from that one side, and then things can become dangerous, you know? Yeah, and yeah. sometimes, like, you try to push your limits. Like, I try to push mm -hmm. my limits, but there's only so far, like, I, I try to be very mindful while I'm losing my mind in a way, <laughs> like I try to always step back into my body and say, what are you feeling like right now? And then uh, a good Dom will always be at check in, check in, tap, you know, can you feel this? Can you feel this? You know, how are you? They'll ask you questions and stuff uh, about like your body and they, they visually can say, I like to be blindfolded. I want to go mm. away. Um, I mean, if it's, you know, depending on the situation, like, I really just don't want to be here. And, like, I want to be there, but I want to be gone. But, yeah. you know, so it's, like, always having, like, a good a good top. Good top is always great. Like, that really is thoughtful. And that's one thing I think that drew me to BDSM. And, like, I, I, I am very submissive. Um, is the lack or the, not lack, the uh, amount of care, I guess. Like, I don't see it as someone hurting me or being mean to me. I see it as someone who cares enough about me and trusts me enough to show me this part of them. It's a good dom. Yeah. Yeah. And someone who, like, respects, you know, they're submissive and... There's so many, like, cases of, like, you know, fake Dom, fake Dom. Like, you hear about it online, but there's so many dudes. I'm just like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, I'll eat you the fuck alive. <laughs> like, I'm, you <laughs> snort like me. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, um, I don't, sorry. I don't want to derail, uh, too much. I'll, I'll let you get back to that. But, uh, like, like I mentioned, I'm very submissive as well. Yeah, um, and I I dated this girl one time that was also very submissive, and it just wasn't oh, it wasn't a good, you know, like it, she would like more so than me though. Mm -hmm. Like she was like her thing was I've never told this before. Uh, Ooh, but, secret. <laughs> but um, she her thing was uh, vac beds. Have you ever oh heard my this? god, they give me that's that's like. Like, not crazy, obviously. That's like oh, she, not this chick was crazy. Like no. she, her, no, no, she was. Oh like, no, like no, this is not a good story. Oh God, no. Yeah. Uh, Did you get vacuumed? 
No. Okay. No, she, <laughs> like I said, I'm not dominant. Explain but, to uh, Alice what a vacuum. I know what it is. Oh, <laughs> Alice. <laughs> um, Sorry, girl. Alice, would you explain to Alice what a vacuum? Yeah, why don't you explain to Alice what a vacuum okay. is? So it's basically a bed that you lay in, and it's normally made of like latex rubber, mm. and it sucks all the air out. So you're just pinned down and you're trapped in like it's like suffocation. Yeah. Stuff. Well, I mean, depending on yeah, depending like on the a level. Water of massager without the water and no, you're like flat. You're like <laughs> and no massage. Like I'm not moving. Like I can't move. Oh kind, god. Kind of like vacuum sealing. Yeah. Like like the. Or like the cl- like the you know you get the the clothes bags and you put your old sweaters in them and then yeah. you suck all the it's air exactly out. like that. That's yeah. it, but for a human. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And I respect people that can do that, but I am not that person. I'd rather be I, waterboarded. I can I can respect it too. It's just not like Have you ever done that. Uh, not anything like very intense. Okay, because I've always been curious about that. Can cause brain damage. You gotta be careful with that. Yeah. D- d- no, no, disclaimer, I'm Alice, don't I'm try any yeah. of what we're talking been, about. Also, have it done to me. Yeah. I've just kind of been curious about the whole act of it and what it pertains to, but you know. I've never, I, there's some things like, I don't go too far with, like I used to have a big thing for breath play and it got a little out of hand and I don't want anyone to catch charge for my <laughs> So that's that's where I was at because like that is not my thing like being oh, super dominant. Yeah, it, but like it's like you're wearing a costume. She yeah she dead. like she wanted to escalate every time we had sex. She wanted to like take it up the next notch. Yeah, like so it would start with like started when we first started dating with like light choking until mm-hmm. like like way past the point where I'm comfortable doing this. Oh no! And then she showed me. I hope she doesn't watch this. Um, Girl, I'm not judging. She, well, nut. she showed me that she she <laughs> pulled out her laptop and showed me vac bed gone wrong. No, oh god. And this, like she had, yeah, talking it, about it's so like that's shit's it, scary. It, like to it me. actually scarred me when I saw that. Like I'm was still it not, the girl that was in the, just show you on Reddit. No, this was like the dark web. Oh no, hell no! I'm fucking around with it that. It went like too. That's too much for my. I'm too crybaby. Like I don't think he was able to bring her back. Oh fuck! No, I. I think, hell no, I don't like it. No, it wasn't. No, it was bad. And like I, that was the kind of the point where I'm like, I can't be in this relationship. <laughs> like this is, yeah. So again, like no, you know, no kink shaming. No. I'm just saying for. I me, want everyone to live. For me, I was like, this is not, I, for my sake, I need to step away from this person. Yeah. Um, plus, it wasn't like, I was getting into, the, like, the Dom role just because she was so into yeah. it. Yeah. Like, just, but, like, that's not, like I said, that's not my thing. So, like, it just didn't, it just didn't work out. I but, don't. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to no. derail. But we were, t- you were talking about, um, like, we were, we were talking about rope and, um, like, kind of the the dom dynamic like that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That's that's so intense. That stuff's so intense. Like I watched some of it. Like, um, Cam Damage. She, oh my god, I'm so sorry. He, I feel bad. I feel rude. Anyway, uh, uh, he does a lot of back beds, and my boob's gonna fall out, and, <laughs> uh. I'm always like in my, 
admire it. You know, I'm like, that's really cool. I can't do it. I, I think that's why I admire it so much. I, I admire people who can like do things that I can't, and scary. I can't. I it, I feel like I would, and I'm not even really claustrophobic, but I just can't foresee myself doing that. It, it stresses me out. Like I love latex, though. I think it's pretty and cute and fun and like like this right here. But... Oh yeah, obviously. Uh, Alice painted that, by the way. It's got come on. <laughs> oh yeah, why don't why don't we talk about that? How this thing came to be. So she painted this in a day, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a mini skate deck from Five Below that I, my kid had. Oh god, that sounds bad. <laughs> I'm so not not like a tech deck, not like no, a no, no. board. This it's like, like a seventeen yeah. inch skateboard. It's a, a smaller version of a skateboard, which is why when I saw that, I asked if it was a printing on the board. And wanted a full size because I collect them. You're like, is that a one off? I was like, well, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, and I'm I like, if you're interested. The connotation about one off. Okay, so this painting has, and I like, it has uh, jizz on it, I guess. That's, and I he, I thought he wanted like me human to recreate semen, it. Human Alex. Yeah. yeah. If you're not sure what we're talking about. Human. It has seminole, fl seminole fl uh, cum, splooge, jizz. Yeah. Uh, what? What other? <laughs> Spider-Man ropes. Spider-Man. I don't know. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Why not? That's funny. <laughs> I was like, what can I say? What else? What else is there? That's it. Uh, we... Ropey jizz. No, it wasn't really ropey. Uh, but yeah. So I went to therapy and I started to like access creative parts of my brain i started crocheting a lot and i used to do the same where like if i found an inspirational dick like a dick that i was like man i want to fuck that or like i did fuck it and it inspired me to come so i'm gonna crochet a... you mean, like, you mean, like, <laughs> you mean online like porn no no okay like, well like one was the dude that did the rope oh, body okay. set i yeah. saw the picture of I like had saw his dick on the internet, and so I crocheted a version of his dick. That's awesome. And uh, you've you posted those before. Yeah, I, that's I fucking say, cool. I've seen those. Yeah. And then um, it's like I made he had like two piercings on the underside, and so I turned them into smiley faces, and I mailed it to him, and then with like a pair of my underwear or something. I don't know. I thought he'd see it and I wanted to bang him or something. I don't know. But if, oh God, I hope no one ever date watches this. <laughs> oh God. They're going to try and shame me. Hopefully I don't date someone that shames me. Anyways. But, <laughs> uh, so I said to him, he really liked it. And then it was like, just like a thing I did. Like my first dom that I had, first daddy, uh, who is all the all the people that I have had like DS dynamics with? Like, we're still friends, and I think that's really cool. Even though I acted batshit insane toward them, uh, because I didn't know how to regulate my emotions at the time. Mm. But anyways, um, like I, his he was uncircumcised, and so I crochet his dick, and it has like the foreskin, and he to take the foreskin down. There's a Aww. smiley face, and it has eyes, and a smiley. And then there was like one other one, and I did, uh, cause it, I had met someone during COVID times. I do this thing where I just, you know, meet someone on the internet and then fly to them, uh, because I want to die, I guess, or I used to, 
Uh, but I never do. It just always works out. Hmm. And, <laughs> and then, so, like, he was, like, the male version of me. So that was kind of crazy. It was, like, a dude me. So he was just as fucking weird and <laughs> accepted my weirdness. And so I crocheted his dick, and he loved it. And, yeah. I saw the heart you made. Oh, yeah. We that was really, heart. like, you're very talented. You should do more art, for sure. I try. Uh, I, I go through, like, periods. Like, I was going to do, like, an Etsy store because people kept asking me to do it. And then I was like, well, I'm going to, I need to make ten things. I put a limit on everything in my mind. I'm like, I have to do ten things, or I have to do this, or I have to do that, or whatever. And then I was like, I don't know what I want to crochet. So I kind of just haven't crocheted in a while. Mm. But I like putting things down. That way when I pick them back up, like, I have more clarity, I guess. Oh, yeah. Let me show you this. Um, paint. Let me see. Where it is. I like, uh, I started this other painting. It's called I Only Fuck Unicorns. Uh, this isn't me. This is actually, uh, from a porno, but most people think it's, like, me that I've shown you. You did this, too? Yeah. It's not finished. That's awesome. Yeah, that's as bright as it's gonna get. But, yeah. Can we, can we show that to Alice? Is that Yeah, just hold it up right here. Oh, God, what did I just do? Hopefully nothing. It may or may not work, Alice, you know? Does that work? Nope. Oh, oopsie. Maybe closer? Hear my ankle pop. Uh, no, it's not. Oh. Ah. Well, that, that's that's really good. Well, it's a, it's a, it's on. A, I don't know why I can only paint on these little skate decks from five <laughs> below. Sorted a few, uh, <laughs> and then I was like, but it's gonna mean something. Like it has to mean something mm. to me, and so that meant something to me. And now I I'm not I'm like at a standstill with it because. Like, I have the top part done, but I don't have the bottom part done. And I don't know what I want to put on there, but I'm definitely going to bleed on that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I've done, actually, art with blood before. Yeah. I love body fluids. Like, <laughs> there's, except poop and barf. I don't like those. Yeah, those aren't, no. Uh, I mean, I just wanted to clarify for Again, Alice. no kink shaming. No kink shaming. But, you know, th- yeah, this is not for me. Yeah. yeah. Like, pee's cool. But, like, yeah. I was like, I'm bleeding on that one because it just it needs it. So we can we can definitely come back to this. I have some more questions for you though. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Do you have no? You're fine. Do you have any ghost stories or like anything that uh, you? Oh my god, yes. Okay, this still freaks me out to this day. But look, <laughs> my brain comes packing with information that no one wants. Uh, I want the information. Alice I, wants the information. Alice, don't get scared. It's okay, but. So, I was, like, in middle school, right? And I lived in the same house since I was, like, in third grade. And we, my parents were friends with the neighbors. And the son and his wife and, and child, they lived upstairs. And the grandparents... Um, so, are you still in the same house? Oh, no. Okay. I live in an apartment now. My stepdad still lives in that house. And I will live in that house one day. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, no. Uh... But it's, like, right down the road from where I live right now. Mm. But, so, uh, the older couple, the grandparents lived downstairs. My mom was, and so they were really good friends with the, that older couple. Um, and, unfortunately, you know, as you get older, you die. Uh, mm. And 
the neighbor's husband, he died. And they, the woman called my parents to come over if they would and sit with her while they waited for, like, you know, the coroner or whatever, whoever gets, I don't know, uh, whoever was coming to handle the situation. The yeah. yeah. So I was like, I was a kid, you know, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I've always had this really weird thing with death where I just pretend it didn't happen. Mm. I've done it since I was a child. Whenever someone dies, it everyone's lying to me, and it didn't happen. Uh, that's my coping mechanism is mm. ignorance and lies. Uh, but, so, I was doing my thing where it didn't happen, and I was just sitting there watching TV, and I was home alone, and all of a sudden, like, the doorknob started rattling. Like, like you know, say... You know, someone's trying to unlock their door and they're pissed because they thought, like, the deadbolt was unlocked and, you know, aggravation mm. sets in. And you're just like, fuck, I got all these groceries in my hand. And it's just shaking. Just rattling, rattling, rattling. The door to the room you're in? or like... The door, the front door to the house. The front door to the I'm house. I'm in the living room. Okay. And so I stand up and I, I'm like, hold on! Because I'm a fucking little shithead. And um, the doorknob's just going. Like, frantic. And I'm like, hold on! And I grab the doorknob. And it's moving in my hand. So I firmly grasp it. So here's the doorknob. Da -da 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 -da. And I'm like this. And it's like, da -da. it looks like I'm fisting someone. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so it's like doing like this. And I like firmly grab it. And it stops. And so I unlock the door as a human would. And no one's there. I live out in the, like, when I, there was no one we lived out in the country. We lived off of, like, a unpaved road. Like, gravel road type shit. And no one was there. So I walked out on the front porch. And walked around the porch. No one's there. And then I walked down. And no one was there. And looked all around. Like, there's nowhere to hide. Mm. There's no trees in the front yard. It's like, the next house is fucking way over there. You're not running or hiding. And so I called my parents. I was like, hey, did you guys come over here? And they're like, no. And I was like, do, do, do you see anyone around over here? Like, they're outside already. No one's been at the house. And so this doorknob was just rattling. And I swear to God, it was the neighbor's husband saying bye. Fuck. It was so, I'll never forget that. I can see it in my mind. Wow. How old were you? I was like... It had to be seventh or eighth grade. So what do you what do you think about that? I think it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, it was really scary, mm. uh, and I don't think it was meant to be scary. Mm. But I am not a paranormal. Like I love like paranormal stuff, but I shut off. Don't want it to happen to me. I am chicken shit as fuck. Mm. Like it terrifies me. I don't know. You it's like to keep it on the TV screen. Yeah, like I'm like I watched The Exorcist in like when I was in 12th grade and I cried, and then made my mother sit on the toilet the next day while I showered because I was so scared. And then for like the next decade, imagine that fucking little bitch's head popping up and like spitting green shit. Yeah. And I could I slept with lights on. To this day, one of the best horror movies ever. Oh, made. God, it's so good. It's so, it's so good. Well, that fucks me up. Fun fact man. about that movie, um, there's that one scene where she's stabbing herself. Oh, yeah. Because of that movie, they made child labor laws. Um, you can't film a kid doing that. Okay, good. Which is a good thing. You can't but you literally couldn't make that movie yeah. today. Yeah, like, 
can't, if you make a video game, you cannot have the video game giving a player capability to kill or harm children. It even goes that far. That's good. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a good thing, but you really, you know. That's, that, it is a good thing because I've been, really... I've been playing Red Dead Redemption too, and I would, there are some annoying kids that I would have definitely killed. Oh. Now, now <laughs> granted, there are mods to these games where people Oh, of course. Stuff, yeah. But the idea is it can't be sang or it can't be sold. It's like you're saying the same thing with movies, you know. There's Ugh. things that cannot be, uh, what's the term, alluded to, or not alluded to, uh, shown, basically. Mm. You know, even yeah. like acting. So, um, what do you think, so you think that was probably like, the, a neighbor, the neighbor that had just passed yeah, away. Yeah, I think he was just like saying bye. Yeah, it makes sense because uh, that had just happened. Yeah, so, and they were yeah. next door. Like the body was still there, mm. and who, who the fuck was jiggling the doorknob? Right. There was no it, one around. And the level of a spirit just leaving. Yeah. The body, mm. You know, it's freaking out. You know, and it could have been traveling itself. Yeah. To every known location. It's literally trying to figure out what's going on. Is that the you only know. time you've ever encountered something like that? Yes. And mm. that's the only time, like, I've shut off. Mm. Like, I feel like you have to be a certain level of open for it. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I am not. I'm trying to get, get a, I can't, like, mentally, mm. I'll go crazy. Oh, God, it terrifies me to death. Yeah, I um, I was raised really religiously. Are either your parents religious? Oh, I started going to church in, like, fifth grade. Mm. Like, I asked my parents to take me to church because my friend went to church. And then I spent, like, until I was, like, out of high school going to, like, Southern Baptist Church. Okay, so you, neither of your parents really went, but you decided to go on your own? So No, I wanted to go. They started going, too, oh, because okay. I wanted to go. I wish oh. I was Catholic. You wish you were Catholic? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, that's how that sounds I mean, ter- you can, you Adult can, me. Like, you can you can go be Catholic. It's not it's for it's not for Christ. <laughs> it's all the perverted. Oh, oh, not the kids nice. stuff. Obviously, all the nun shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm Catholic, with you. And I renounced it in my teenage years, but it is. I know exactly what you're saying. It's a very beautiful religion, and there's certain. I mean, like first off, the architecture. I have a whole thing with nuns. Ritual. Architecture, ritual, like the thought of a dude like putting a little cracker or wafer thing in my mouth, and like that's the body of Christ. It's a kinky religion. Oh my god, yeah. it was oh, built yeah. off a of kink. Oh, like yeah. obviously, Absolutely. like uh, the the child the pedophilia shit's fucked. Yeah. But like all the other stuff, like I can just I oh my god. <laughs> what, what really turned me on? I got this painting sh- that really dug is a bit, I dig about that painting is that it looks to me like a nun. That's yeah, it's latex it nun. It is a latex yeah. nun, and, and that's what I picked up more than it, before. I even picked up the ball. The ball. Yeah. You know, I saw that, and I was like, "Nun," that you know, and that's one of my things. You know, yeah. There's paintings. There's these sexy paintings somebody did way back in the day of. They're like well done oil paintings, and they're nuns, but they're not. They're not pornographic necessarily, but they're very suggestive, nun like. Yeah. And it's very insulting to them on a sense, but I think, you know, that's some of the hottest shit I've ever seen. Well, it's just like like the whole thing, like obviously there's power dynamics all within mm. like that type of thing in like through my perspective. And it's like the denial of mm. pleasure and then it's like 
Confession? Oh my god. The, the, the I could that, let me the, confess. The I'll be here all that day. One might be receiving from having the power to deny you. Yeah. Pleasure somebody's receiving from voyeuring your sin by having you admit. Oh that, yeah. You know? Oh my god. There's a whole lot of wild shit going on. I, I love the act of like self voyeurism. Mm. Like uh like I had this whole thing I wanted to rig up where it's like performing an act while it's being recorded and play the recording is of like okay so like you can watch it on the tv but there's someone recording the tv oh, and oh, so yeah. it's like yeah a, another layer like yeah. the voyeurism of watching myself watch myself it's like i don't I, know I, my brain that, that's cool goes with, too with far a former girlfriend of mine at times we would while we were having sex i would film 20 seconds, you know, and then immediately play it back and she would take it, you know. Yeah, and she's like she watching. Yeah. And, you know, she would really, she, you know, it wasn't a major production. It was like, grab the, grab the recorder and film 20 seconds. Like yeah. Behind, basically, where she can't see and then hand it to her and continue while she's watching it. And it was really, you know, it was something I hadn't thought of doing until it was suggested to me by her when she said, you know, let's do this, you know. And I don't know if she had ever tried that before or whatever. It had just happened to come to me, you know. Well, and I... Sorry. Yeah, no, it was it was really... To me, it didn't do a lot because it wasn't my, my receiving of that. I was just doing that for her. Yeah. But the reaction that she had from it was so intense it was so you know i was like wow okay this is something you know yeah and uh but you know i've never heard of anybody really mention it as self-boyering and that's a yeah Yeah, i i'm really big like uh i'll like man i really hope no one ever watches this i don't really it's a safe space yeah. No one watches this show. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, they do. Manifestation, manifesting, <laughs> all the good things. And Alice won't tell anybody. Yeah, don't tell her. Um, but, like, I like to film. Like, if it's with someone I trust, you know, like. Yeah. And, I well, I don't really have, I don't have casual encounters with anybody. I, it's like, I only have sex with people that I know are solid people that I trust. And, uh, especially because, like, the kind of sex that I want, I, you can't just have that out willy-nilly right. or whatever. And not everybody that I have sex with is into that, but there's always some layer in there. Someone always, like, I've whether people know or not, there's something kinky that they like. And I Everyone's think got something. Yeah, yeah. everyone's got and something. Whether kink in the chain. Yeah. And so, like, but I like to watch my own pornography i guess like amateur photography when i get off like by myself like i like to watch me and i don't know if that's because sometimes i dissociate from myself a lot like sometimes i'll look a picture of me i'm like that's me and i'm just like what is it but i don't know that's like a weird thing a weird i think the psychology of all this is really interesting oh no i wish i was like smarter so i could like explain you are super insightful i'm learning i need to take notes one of the things i wanted to touch in on is when it comes to the whole encompassing idea of bdsm 
and I was talking to a friend of mine earlier about this, and he brought up that the the words within that, and there's actually supposed to be six to the four letters. And he's reading them off. It's what it is: bondage, or bondage, discipline, Do- sadism, masochism. Yeah, yeah. And that, and but he also said domination, and there's something else because it's like two D's and two S's, but they just don't put them in. And discipline, bondage, discipline, domination. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, can't, I couldn't remember the other one, but they kind of fell into the same thing. But at, but at the same time. If you look at them separately, you know, it's one of those things, like, I always personally said, it's not, bondage is not something that I personally was into. Mm -hmm. But if I had a girlfriend that asked me to tie her up, I was into doing that because it was pleasing to her, but it was not something that I was like, hey, let me tie you up. Yeah. You know, um, but as we discussed more of the different aspects of it, it's almost like every person could possibly find a spot yeah. in yeah. there, even if it's not on the extreme level of the name. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, and that's when he brought up discipline. And I said, hmm, that's kind of interesting. Because I think that's where a lot of the nun fetish, if you will, yeah. where my brain comes mm. from. is you know, And it's not that I want to be disciplined you know so what I find what I'm finding really interesting about this is it's pulling these more scientifically through my head on these things and being virtually married now it's not you know I'm not in in a 20 year old exploratory phase of my life like I was when I was 20 yeah so it's easier to retrospect these things now because I'm not actively trying to fulfill some stuff it's the onion of the human brain. It's like you're always peeling back layers. Like, I feel like I learn something new about myself all the time. As long as I, like, am curious enough to, like, find out, like, what I want. Like, like it's just, like, some stuff, like, I was like, ew, I would never pee on anyone. I'll piss, I'll piss on you right now if you want me to. Not okay. really. <laughs> Not Wait, a video. This is going to turn into a weird podcast. <laughs> but, like... I was like, I'm submissive. That's it. I am a service sub. Let me do your laundry. Let me wash your hair. And then I was like... That's not me. (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like, that's not me. And I was like... Like, I feel like I've gone through, like, so many of my onion layers of self-discovery. Because, like, I I always try to, like, pigeonhole myself. And I I just learned to stop. Because it's, like, not going to work. Because I'm always going to... Like, I was always, like, I'm submissive. One day I realized... Okay, so there's, like... um, This couple online called the London Vagabond. They do a lot of, like, kink photography. Fetish... Kink fetish photography. And they are a married couple in in a... a, And they have a power dynamic. And uh, it's Miss Gold and Toilet. And Toilet... Wants to be pissed in. Mm. He wants to be used like a human toilet. They, you know, she's his dom. And they have, like, a full, like, I I don't know. I don't know, like, if it's 24-7 or whatever they do. But, you know, they have, they go to, like, um, different, like, fetish 
nights and stuff and he has like a, an acrylic box that he lays his head in and people pee in it on him and um you know obviously it's not like everybody in the world's peeing in there i guess it's up to whoever miss gold chooses i don't know their whole you know saying but uh i saw a picture from some of their art and there was uh, a picture of her and she's standing on a countertop in what looks like a public bathroom to me in a way and he's laying down um over the sink and she's wearing like a plaid skirt and like nike trainers and squatting and you can see the piss stream coming down nice and his mouth is open and something about that hit me it's always a photo i'm very I, visuals like really like speak to me mm. um but I was like, I want to piss <laughs> in somebody's mouth, and I want them to drink it. So I went to FetLife, and I put up an ad, and I was like, this is exactly what I want. I was like, I want to meet someone in a public restroom. Like, I'm really big on negotiation. I'm negotiate. That's half the fun is, like, talking about what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, how we're going to do it, what's good, what's bad, what's, you know, good to go. And also, like... I'm not an educator on this stuff. I'm just a person speaking from my personal experience in a very rapid fire, hyperactive brain. So, like, I feel like I come across, like, just out of control because I am. But, like, uh, you're doing a good job, I think. I'm trying because uh, it's hard for me to, like, speak hmm. in one stream of thought and actually get that thought through before I'm speaking on another thought like I'm doing right now. But, uh, I put up an ad, and I was like, hey, I want to piss in someone. Basically, I want to meet you in the bathroom. I don't want to talk. I want you to lay down. Uh, I want to piss in your mouth. I want you to drink it. If you want me to, like, slap you around a little bit, degrade you, stuff my underwear in your mouth, whatever works uh, for you. This is really what I want. I don't want to be touched because everyone's like, I want to smell your farts and lick your ass clean and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm not, that, this, this is not what this is about. Like, I don't want to have a, this is not, for me personally, it was not a sexual act. Um, it was more of just, I didn't really know what it was about at the time. It's just, I saw it. Exploratory. Yeah, it spoke to me. I was like, I need to do this for some reason. And so, uh, while waiting through all the, let me eat your ass messages. And I get it, you know, like everybody's trying to get theirs and I feel you. Uh, but there was not going to be that happening so anyways i was just like hey i'm sorry you know i try to like answer everyone and just be respectful because i understand like i mean fat life can be very fucking weird but like i just try to treat yeah. it with respect because i think they assume that i'm mean uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh so uh it turned out like someone messaged me and we talked for like a good month online before we decided to meet, we met, we had dinner. It was nice. He is n nothing like me. Um, and the fact that he's like pretty tall and he looks like he plays college football or something like all American boy. Like, aren't you precious? Like I can see you going to church every Sunday and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. And uh, we, we hit it off. Uh, we were able, like, we are, we had good conversation online and it made me feel safe enough to like meet with him in person. And he's like, well, he's like, 
So what do you want to do? Like I've heard any. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss in you. Uh, he's like, what do you want to do? I said, I don't really care where. Doesn't matter to me. And then he's like, you know, do you feel comfortable coming back to my place? Sure, let's go. Like I felt very comfortable. I try to follow my intuition always on stuff like that, and it it hasn't done me wrong yet. I mean, if I get killed one day, so be it. It's in the cards. But, like, he was very nice and very sweet. Still is. Um, and so we went into his home. A very nice, rich person's home. Where I'm very feeling out of place. But I don't care. Um, and lay down in his giant oversized shower. And I squatted over his face. And I pissed in it. And I said, fucking drink it. And... He said, thank you, mistress. And I fucking was like, cha-ching! Like, it, like, spoke to me in a way that I didn't think it would, really. And then I was like, oh, I'm a fucking switch. Like, that's what this was. Oh, okay, more self-discovery to be had. And so I was like, it was such, like, I had given up a lot of my power, I feel like, in a dynamic I had previously to that. And, um... I felt a little bit hollow inside because I had given away so much to someone that pro definitely didn't deserve it and didn't respect me enough to be a dominant. And that was honestly my fault because I introduced him to something that he didn't know he was into, like a life, like he had never had mm. sex, like rough, violent sex. And uh, he didn't know he liked it. And then he found out he liked it. And then I became property and not a person. And that's when things get shitty real fast. Mm. And, but, maybe they didn't drink my pee. Really, uh, like, claim I... that power. It, yeah. it, was, it was definitely a recla reclamation of power. And I feel like people get so weirded out when I say that, that type of thing. But I'm like, you just don't fucking get it. Like, it meant... Yeah. I cried the next day like in my heart it I, it was very healing and that may come off a little bit absurd but i no, I, I i actually saw this person later on like quite a while later like long enough that i would feel like maybe i was forgotten you know um and that person thought i didn't recognize them but when you're in public, like, I'm not going to out you or, like, I'm not going to say anything to anyone because I don't want anyone to go, well, how do you know her? Mm. She doesn't look like the type of girl you would know, you know? And so I just keep my mouth shut unless I'm spoken to. Um, and then he came up to me. He's like, hey, nice to see you. And then we had spoken later. He's like, oh, I thought you wouldn't recognize me. I was like, how would I not recognize you? Like, like I don't know if things mean as much to other people as they mean to me, but it was it meant a lot to me. Yeah. I'll always carry that with me. Um, and I feel like I'm talking so sentimentally about something that someone is probably grossed the fuck out about right now, but <laughs> hey, I don't we're all mad that. here. Yes. Oh. If you're, if you, if you don't get it, that's fine. But like, this maybe isn't the show for you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like such a therapeutic experience. And I think that's like what I ultimately try to do with like BDSM stuff is like heal the parts of myself that are unhealed. Yeah. Like I, I, since I was, like, young, I was, like, an angry person. Mm. Like, I spent a lot, of, like, I came from an angry household mm. and uh, low self-worth and stuff. Like, I, I was a cutter. 
And I would still be to this day if people, if it was like acceptable to me. Mm. Um, Cause I like the pain. I like the way it feels and that's probably fucked up in a way, but I don't give a shit. You know, I feel like it's my body. I take care of it. I should yeah. be able to fucking staple myself or cut myself or do whatever the fuck I want, you know? Yeah. I think with that kind of stuff, um, I dated a, a, a different person than what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, someone that was, had been, um, and wasn't at the time that we were dating, but had been like a really serious cutter. Yeah. And um, I guess, like, again, like, you know, no shame, like you said, your body, your choice. Yeah. Um, but I guess that stuff always just makes me sad because it makes me wonder about where it comes from. It makes me sad too. Like, yeah. when I think about, uh, like, when I think about me. It just makes me sad, like, someone I care about hurting themselves. And I understand that may, that's not really, you know. To them, it's they don't see it the same way. Yeah, it just makes me sad though when I see it. It's the release. Yeah, I, it's I understand. Like, it doesn't make anyone happy to see. I look, you know, like I look at myself like I'm an adult. Like I mean, like I tattoo myself. Like I get Botox injected in my face. I get my lips inflated with filler. I eat sugar way too much you know like i'm like it's definitely on there with yeah, yeah i'm like there's so many ways of self i not get that psychologically it's not that great okay um so what a note to <laughs> to to end on <laughs> uh no we're, we're definitely not done i have more questions okay you. If okay, got, if you okay. Got time. no i have all the time in the world yeah. i thought he was saying it's time's up um no, he's just telling me to hurry it along. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, That's just the hour mark notice. Okay. I told um, you I can fucking talk my head no, off. We could go for another hour if you want. I am like... I absolutely would love to have you back again and again. Maybe if I take, like, notes. So that, yeah. like... Yeah, Because I feel like you're going to watch this back and be like, what the fuck is this bitch on? We've, we've covered <laughs> so a lot of ground, much. talked about a lot of different things. I yeah. think it, we definitely, like, could talk for like a lot more so maybe we have you back another yeah, time I'm always um, down so we try to think about Alice that's sitting here with us because for her to intake oh yeah she's just much, like she's you know and I'm so happy to be able to open up this door for her because this is not a door we've been able to really open up and find anybody you are one of the most interesting guests we've had on for sure well thanks uh, I yeah. mean like I just try to I've always I don't know. I've, I'm like, okay, I have a really like big thing for clowns. I love clown mm. dolls. Everyone's terrified of clowns. And I'm always like, I I get emotional about inanimate objects. Uh, a lot, I feel like emotional attachment. Mm. Not, big, not to like me, I need to own like this thing. I need to have this thing. But I'm just like, I love this thing because no one else loves it. Aww. Um, and I feel like clowns are like really misunderstood. And I've always mm. felt misunderstood. And I feel like, like, I was, like, pretty ugly growing up. Like, most people, I was, like, a fat kid. I was, like, and I got made fun of, and I was weird and dressed like a boy and stuff. And then it's, like, I got pretty and everyone started to listen. So I try to, like, talk about shit that I fucking care about and that, mm. like, means something to me for all the other fucking weirdos that no one's listening to. There's a, um can't remember her name right now there's a sexy clown i follow on instagram that's oh really my god cool. send it send yeah, it to yeah me. i'll send it to you i love clowns so much 
But so, like, I, I, I acknowledge I'm conventionally attractive now, and I will use that to my benefit until I am no longer Use it to spread your message, because yeah. you have a lot of really interesting, important things to say. Everyone just thinks I'm weird, but Pink I Pink is care. healthy, and um, yes! I really appreciate you being so open about it. Um, uh, before we leave, I, just a couple more things. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you mentioned that you've been sober for a long time. Yes! That happened before you kind of discovered BDSM yeah. into that, right? Yeah. Um I so I hit my ten I will hit my ten year mark September fifteenth. Congratulations. Uh thank you. Uh never thought that would be fucking me for sure. Like uh having like an undiagnosed personality disorder, I always thought alcohol was my personality. Mm. It was dulling down my personality because I am very much That's crazier, probably. Like, not crazy. I mean, maybe, it but. It reminds me of something uh, David Bowie said when they asked him about his alcohol use, and he said that he didn't go back to it because it prevents you from having relationships with people. It does. Mm. And because it's like you're saying, that becomes your identity, and it's, it's not actually you. It's a fog of a layer between you and someone else. One of my best friends not too long ago told me that they're the realest version of themselves when they're drunk and I'm like, no, dude, no. That's, that's not true. I mean, like, drunk thoughts, and it just made drunk me really sad words or sober that. thoughts or whatever. Mm. But, like, I feel like people always, you know, try to get real emotional and, like, tell the truth when they're drunk. And I'm just like, I don't understand that. Like, it's not really that. Not, it's not yeah. It's not even like you're being more honest. You're yeah. just being more emotional. Well, people yeah, say I guess so. You know, drinking brings the truth out, but they don't. Drink, drinking doesn't bring facts out. Yeah, it brings so emotion. It yes, brings emotion, there we go. Truth that you're dealing with at that moment, and there might be some real truth in that, but you're still not actually being true to that truth. Yeah, because you got to get drunk to say it. You know. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh man, he should. Uh, your friend, he or she, or they should like try just take a good like six months off and yeah. like see how that feels because I can tell you I'll never drink again, hmm. never. Here, here. Couldn't couldn't I, imagine um, that being that person. I hope to I hope to be where y'all are one day about that because I'm like I'm the kind of person that like I, I go to a lot of shows. Yeah, and. I have to have like something like it used to be the, like the that's how it like was with the, smoking too is like I like something just something to do and like yeah that's you can it's find like the healthier. social mm -hmm. thing uh let me tell you right now most places and I do this uh I drink non-alcoholic beer that's smart I love smart. beer okay like I love the taste of beer I'm like since I was like a little kid my dad would put his like Budweiser by the recliner and I would grab and grab it and chug as much as I can so like honestly they should put me in rehab early on but like <laughs> JK but uh like not alcoholic beer it tastes just I guess it tastes like beer I, I mean it tastes like my memory bit, yeah. of beer and then everyone thinks you're drinking Hmm. Every I've been accused of being drunk. I was like, no, I am not drunk, and I'm not on cocaine. Thank you. <laughs> this is, this is me. me, raw dog in life. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. If was, I met you for the first time, I might think that too. Oh yeah, like if I was just very high energy. Not it's not a bad thing either. I can't help it. It's just yeah. like I just get like, ah. it's it's <laughs> like yeah, it's I, I'm a wrecking ball of a human, uh, but yeah, drink, try non-alcoholic beer. I mean, try okay. that. Or even, I don't know. I like drinking it. I always will. I ask you everywhere I go. I'm like, you're not a beer. And it always works for me. Especially, 
like I understand like the social aspect of it and everything it's like people think you're doing what they're doing no yeah. one's asking you like what yeah. are you drinking anytime I go somewhere Beer. and if I order if I even order because I usually won't drink a regular fountain coke mm-hmm. you know? but if I do order a soft drink like that I will prefer them and they usually will. We'll put it in a like a highball glass. Yeah. And it looks like you're drinking. And, and what actually cracks me up for my own little thing is I will pick it up with two fingers and walk around like I'm half smashed sometimes. Oh my gosh. People. Me and at then, the work Christmas party you know, two years ago, <laughs> chugging juice like a fiend. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like I said, I want to get on stage and, you know, get a empty bottle of filled with tea. Yeah. So after every every song, I just bubble that damn thing. And people are like, my God, I can't believe, you know, yeah. play all night drinking a fucking fifth of whiskey. Dude, you know? the world is an illusion. You can make people believe anything. <laughs> I'm for real. Like, yeah, what yeah. they'll do is make the yeah. bar sales go up. Yeah. Because while I don't condone alcohol, I condone money supporting yeah, local venues and stuff. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, support your local venues, Alice. Um, Always. So, have you ever had... And thrift everything you own. Have you ever had a near-death experience? No. I don't want one. I, I, don't, I don't... God well, knows I can't handle I, it. I hope you never have one. Yeah. That's I don't want to die ever. I want to be yeah. this pretty always. What do you think happens when we die? Uh, I was raised that we die and go to heaven or hell. But I don't really know if death is death. Hmm. Now I question... I definitely think something is around that corner and it's going to be way less shitty than life has been and it's going to be an adventure for Mm. sure like i don't i don't see my i mean like if i get also let me just say this i'm not going to heaven if there ain't no fucking because like (laughs) i gotta say celibate heaven sucks okay they said that heaven is supposed to be like like the most amazing thing ever like it's supposed to be every it's supposed to be just like an eternal orgasm it's just like i want it's supposed to be you're no pain all pleasure you know praise the lord sounds like an eternal orgasm they never said in the bible you've ever eaten Hmm. for eternity that would be sick uh in the bible it says we ain't fucking in heaven does it it doesn't say we're not it doesn't say we are yeah i don't think it yeah i don't think i think the verdict's out on that one yeah. I want to know. Yeah, I, I, I also want to know. That, um, that's something I ask everyone, going. is what do you think happens after we die? Because it's yeah. something I love hearing different people's answer to it. Because no one knows at the end of the yeah. day. Some people act like they know. It's no. like, well, I know where I'm going after I die. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't know no. shit. I really, you don't know fucking shit till you get there. It's going to be, I just see it, it's another adventure. It's like, yeah. it's I agree like, with you there. It's, it's, um, I also, I've had, uh, we can, we can talk about this another time, but I've had a lot of experiences that make me think that we are not, this is not it. No. Um, I wonder if I'm asleep right now sometimes, (laughs) like, and I'm in a bubble. What even is life? We might be asleep. We might. Yeah. Look, this is the way down the stream. This Hmm. is the way I feel about stuff. Like when people say things to me, I'm just like, I'm going to fucking die no matter what Mm. I do. I am going to fucking die. It doesn't matter if I'm a good person, a bad person. Like, whatever I do, 
I'm gonna fucking die anyway. So like I I film this podcast and what what my fucking aunt sees it or something. I don't care. I'm yeah. gonna die. So what? Like she's gonna die too. Yeah, every we're all gonna die, and none of this. I personally, I don't want to be remembered necessarily. Mm. I like the freedom of doing whatever the fuck mm. I want, and no one generally knows about what the fuck I'm doing. It's your life. Yeah. yeah. Like I I could never be like a celebrity, because I don't want people to remember me. That's gotta suck. To be constantly watched all the time. Worried about your like, legacy. This is about, no. yeah. My yeah. legacy is, I was here, now I'm not. Mm. And I told my kids to live the life you want. You're your own person. I think. Well, that, that is, that, I mean, that is the best thing you can do with your legacy is when you breathe. <laughs> when you create life and start that cycle over, your uh, large piece of you is is that is your legacy and I think that is the most important thing you can do hmm. rather than videotaping what you believe in yeah you know when you instill it in a person to be better than you were you are leaving the world better than you came into it. Yeah. that that's I love that it yeah it's the most important thing you can do is to um, have bring children into the world and also like make art like because mm -hmm. that's that's a creation that's a piece of you as well. Yeah. Well, Alice, thank you so much for being here. This has been a thank blast. You. Uh, Alice, I would I scare you. <laughs> She's fine. She's a big girl. Um, I would love to have you back sometime. We should yeah. definitely talk again in the Sounds future. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And other Alice, we will see you next week. Have fun. Bye. Cause mischief.